All right, everybody, welcome. Uh, my name is Ryan Cozy, and I'm going to give this uh, podcast thing a shot here. Um, I've had some ideas or thoughts about this for a while, had some fits and starts, but uh, I don't know. I, we'll see if I have something here. Uh, if not, it'll be cathartic for me to just talk through things that I'm processing through anyway. So, um, so the name of the podcast is uh, 4C, and it really revolves around you know four things that I'm constantly engaged with in some capacity uh coffee culture cryptocurrency and just the overall pace of change change in the world so four c's coffee culture crypto change um and i regularly find myself just processing or thinking about things in these areas and so i just thought you know this would be maybe maybe there's something here and maybe there's a group of people um that are in the podcast world that might hear this and say, Hey man, I, I'm kind of interested in this. So, um, I thought I'd take just some time on the front end of this, uh, actually during the first podcast, just to explain kind of the, maybe the reason for each one, and then maybe an example of why, or some context as to why. So that's kind of what I'm going to do here uh, today. First and foremost, I love coffee. Um, absolutely love it and i'm not i'm not one of the uh the frou-frou coffee you know i i do my pour over and i do i gotta let the beans breathe and i got this and i got that like i absolutely love coffee um but i'm not super picky uh i i like dark coffee (laughs) and i like it black and uh so i just thought well hey you know for each episode that i do whatever coffee i'm drinking i'm gonna tell you about it and I'm going to tell you why I like it. So today, uh, I'm actually, um, and I, again, I'm not a fruit, fruit, like I don't have like this, you know, espresso machine and I don't have any of that, right? Uh, what I got is a pot that I brew coffee in and I got a K-cup that I drink coffee from too. So, uh, and maybe that's, maybe that's just a tip of the cap to my blue collar roots, you know, my old man. And uh, just kind of the way we were raised. So today, though, I'm drinking um, a holiday brew from Starbucks. And I got to be honest, uh, I couldn't tell you what I smell. I couldn't tell you what hints or aromas or whatever are in here, uh, what ingredients. All I can tell you is when I put the water into the K-cup and it gets hot, it's good. So that's my that's my spiel. But um, I would also say that uh, I'm a big fan of some Green Mountain holiday coffees that have uh, recently been making the rounds and uh, just polished off some um, dark chocolate hazelnut. Thank you, Green Mountain. That was delicious. Um, so, yeah, as, as I'm drinking coffee, uh, I'm going to tell you about it, tell you why I like it. And, uh, hey, if any coffee people hear this and you want me to try your coffee, send it, send it on over. Reach out to Uncle Ryan help you out so second thing I'm really interested in is culture um, and I just can't help but look at what's happened over the last couple of years uh, you know we're living in a time that is just you know it's fascinating um, there's days where I'm like wow this is great there's other days where I'm like what the world is going on in this world um, but I'm really, really interested in the world, and I'm interested in the current examination of the stability or the instability of the world. 
And uh, I'm also just kind of perplexed or saddened uh, that there's, you know, there's just, it just seems to be like such a, um, a quick response toward hate or anger. And I don't actually know what's going on. You know, I'm not going to pretend like I've got it all, um, all figured out. And, and, you know, you'll learn this about me is I am a, a person of faith. I'm a, a Christian, uh, worked, worked in vocational ministry for a number of years at a church, uh, that I, I still dearly love. Um, even though I don't work there anymore. Um, and I can maybe tell that story at some point in time, but you know, um, even in the church there, like, you know, just the cultural shift of the world and the West is it's, it's, it's drawing these fascinating lines of demarcation between people that you would think would be like-minded. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're going at each other's throat and you're like, what in the world is going on? So, you know, and and maybe some of it is the heat of social media. I, I don't, you know, again, I don't feel like I got it all figured out, but you know, part of me is like, I want to, talk about this I want to get some ideas out there and and who knows maybe there there are some people who you know hear and see and and have have feedback for me on this you know because right now it's just a talking head approach but I, who man I might have some guests on have some friends on so um, you know culture is something I'm very interested in crypto cryptocurrency uh, where well probably uh, it's hysterical, ironic, because I don't think I am one year old into my understanding of cryptocurrency beyond the word Bitcoin. Okay, so in the last twelve months of my life, um, mm, sip of that good K cup coffee. Thank you, Starbucks, your holiday brew. Um, you know, I've only known about crypto beyond Bitcoin. Uh, for just about 11 months at this point. I'm a cryptocurrency miner now. Uh, I mine the Ethereum uh, coin. I mine Ethereum. I've got uh, four uh, fully slotted uh, rigs set up in my basement uh, that are churning along in the room next to me. And, you know, I took a chance on it. Uh, My brother-in-law told me a little bit about it, got me into it. I built one. And I thought, you know, Jesus is, if, if, if Ethereum is going to be what they think it's going to be in a few years time, like, you know, maybe I can mine, you know, eight, 10, 12 coins, like that'd be huge, you know, and just hold them, hold them for maximum value. But very quickly beyond my first and second rig, I got into my third and fourth and I got into them for different reasons. Like, um, the first two were for me. I am just trying to, you know, I invest in 403B, 401K, I'm, I'm pro-investment, but, you know, crypto has this maximum potential for exponential return on investment in a shorter window of time, and it's not just coins, it's, you know, it's NFTs now, you know, those are blowing up, uh, the metaverse, uh, I'm fascinated with the metaverse, I've started buying some coins associated with meta, um, you know, sandbox and Decentraland, but, you know, so we'll, so we'll get into all of that, but I, I, you know, the first level of my involvement in it is personal, but then the second is, um, I have this desire for things that I believe are, have an eternal value, uh, and, or an all altruistic value, you know, common grace, common good, 
I want some of those things to thrive and you know the paradigm of well just have a wealthy person or a wealthy organization or a wealthy donor advice trust you know just lure them into giving you know bait them into giving or or envision them to giving I know that those first two words were probably a little more aggressive uh, in their approach but I I just feel handcuffed you know there's there's only so much money that individuals are willing to depart with and everybody's competing for it and and I look at crypto and this is the basis for the other two rigs like that I'm building like I have a friend of mine who runs a church in LA and the two rigs that I built uh, the, my rigs three and four they're really not for me they're for him and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to mine as much ethereum as I possibly can for him and hold it and if it gets to you know people obviously the the projections are nuts five years from now but you know there's some people thinking ethereum could be a one hundred thousand dollar coin five years you know and yeah i just thought well hey maybe there's a window for us here to 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 catch into that or catch on to that and you know my desire with that is i want to be able to fund ministries i want to be able to fund ideas that i believe in especially those that i think have eternal value and a common good for the world, I I want to help. And I can't do that because I'm not rich. But I, I could do that if I'm thinking different about how finance works. And so, you know, I'm kind of interested in that. And I don't know where it's going to go. I could suck at it. But I like talking about it. And, um, you know, you'll learn this about me. I, uh, I'm fairly well educated. Even though I'm from a very blue-collar family. And we'll, that'll... There's some fun stories there, but um, through no real foresight of my own, uh, I ended up achieving a, a decent amount of academic success, I guess. Uh, you know, I have two undergrad degrees. I have um, two uh, master's degrees. I have um, one is uh, one of those of which is in, in uh, theology and biblical studies. And then, and then I have a PhD from a research university, a tier one AAU research university. Shout out to the university at Buffalo, uh, a phenomenal research institution that I benefited from greatly. Uh, and I did a postdoc there too. So I think that's like five degrees in a postdoc and loved it. And even though I'm not a professor, um, you know, I learned a ton, uh, but this crypto space is fascinating to me because I'm used to like picking up, you know, blind peer reviewed journal articles and, and, um, and, and looking at reviews of literature and reviews of data that are, you know, built upon, you know, systemically 50, 60, 70 years worth of research. And, and now I'm watching 19, 20, 25 year old people on YouTube telling me what I need to buy next and what I need to invest next. And I'm like, this is absolutely insane. And yet it's been a good year. You know, it's, it's been a, a, a pretty interesting year. So I'd like, I like talking about that stuff. Um, and then uh, change is the fourth one. So coffee, culture, crypto, and change. And uh, for me, change in general, a lot of that stems from um, just the pace of change in the world. It stems from the fact that uh, literally like within 60 days of COVID breaking out, my company, which was, you know, very brick and mortar office consultants, project managers, you know, within 60 days, we're all spread out. We've not gone back to our home or to our home office. Uh, that, that office has since been rented out 
and we are fully remote workforce and it like just happened in 60 days and as somebody who's like a project manager and thinks about ideas and strategy like the the absolute expedited pace through which change has been happening is like mind-blowing and it's also created a lot of things that um, have impacted me deeply uh, on an interpersonal level and I'd like to talk more about that in time you know um, as as much connectivity as we have in the world I I don't know that I've ever I don't know that I've ever personally felt as lonely as I do now and um, you know there's a lot there um, and it's not just uh, it's not just me trying to process through that I've, I've got a friend who is helping me to process through a lot of that and um, you know just the the absolute pace of change in the world I think you know maybe there's some other people out there that are going to hear this and go wow this guy's reading my mail you know he he's struggling or dealing with the same stuff or is interested in the same stuff that I am interested in or dealing with and so you know maybe that'll go somewhere uh, and then I just want to put an asterisk in there um, I love sports and um, I'm a Clevelander by birth I lived a lot of my life in Buffalo New York um, went to school in Bowling Green Ohio which is right by Toledo and uh, married a gal from Detroit area so i pretty much love to muse about sports in the Rust Belt. So there may be a point at which, you know, it may not necessarily line up with coffee, culture, crypto, or change, but I may need just to take some time as a, a long-suffering Browns fan or a struggling Michigan fan or someone who watched four straight Super Bowl losses with a city just absolutely broken. You know, like, there's just, there's a lot of material there. And um, sometimes it's cathartic to talk through it. So, um, you know, that's kind of, that's what I'm interested in. And we'll see, we'll see ultimately where, where this will go. Um, you know, be fully transparent. My faith will play into this a little bit. Um, and even just my story of stepping out of vocational ministry and even what that looks like now. Um you know, it's a real, it, if you would have told me I'd be 44 years old, have, you know, five degrees of postdoc, and I'd be working out of my basement during a pandemic. If you would have told me that five, six, seven years ago, I was like, what did, what did I do wrong? You know, and yet there, there is some aspect of me that just wonders, yeah, I wonder what I did wrong. But there's also other aspects to me that are like, you know, I don't, actually think I did do wrong I just think that maybe the better path sometimes is harder it's harder to you know make a make a way in and you know I'm someone who right now I you know I used to five years ago when I was still working at you know a large church and doing strategic planning doing you know global partnerships regional partnerships local partnerships and planting churches and all that good stuff um it was a lot, a lot of fun. And it was, a, it felt like a career. It, 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 it did feel like a calling. Um, but, um, excuse me, one more sip of my uh, holiday brew coffee here. Thank you, Starbucks. Um, 
while it did feel like a calling, uh, it, it was a career. And I think today, I actually, I'm not 100% sure of my calling, uh, to be honest. Uh, I do think I know who I am and what I'm good at. Um, and I don't really think I have a career anymore. I, I have a, a pathway of cobbling. And so uh, maybe like some of you that'll hear this, you know, you know I, I have like five or six income streams that allow my family and I to survive each month. And at first stepping into that, it was highly unnerving you know, because some of what I do is, you know, you kind of eat what you kill and in consulting and stuff like that. So there are aspects of that that are, uh, frankly, terrifying. But like with time and with provision, like as things come in and you feel like, oh, I think God's got this. It's going to work out. Even though it's not a career per se, it's, um, it does it's starting to feel more and more like a better way. And um, I'm thankful for that. I really am. So I look forward to sharing more about these things. I look forward to bringing friends on that can help uh, unpack some of the stuff. And I, I look forward to bringing friends on that are, um, frankly, a, a downright hoot to get to know I've got some great family stories. I've got uh, some great uh, friendship stories. And I think I might have some things to say in the realm of coffee, culture, crypto, and change that will be cathartic for me. And they may perhaps be helpful or cathartic for you. So, yeah, I hope you stick around. I hope you maybe catch this first one and maybe there's a hook here. It feels sticky or it feels like, yeah, maybe listen to this guy. And in terms of frequency of casts and stuff like that, I don't know that I can do every day because I work a regular Joe job and I'm trying to figure out, you know, pockets of 20, 30 minutes where I can slide this stuff in and and just create and and post content. So, um, yeah, looking, looking forward to to seeing how this goes. Hey, thanks for, thanks for tuning in and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get going here in the next couple of days. Be well, everybody. Happy 2022. And, um, You know, let's make it a good one.